Welcome to the Slappy Cut Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the Slappy Cut is back. We are back. Back to back weeks. Yeah, we are. We're on a roll. If we're late again, though. We are a bit late, but we'll be forgiven. It's been a big, exciting week in golf. I think we need to try and do this earlier in the week yeah. after we just finish watching the golf. But hey, we've got priorities. We do. But are, yeah. you gonna, are you going to be able to focus with this on in the background? Look, just so everyone knows, <clears throat> I do have the Dragons game playing and we're not winning. So if I do seem uh, unfocused, that's probably why. <laughs> it's a frustrating team to watch, actually. Be professional, mate. Yeah. Uh, so believe it or not, Tyler, uh-huh. we have our first email. No shit. Yeah. From uh, from a from a listener called Andrew Lane, so I thought I'd, he sent us a couple actually. I thought I'd address his emails. Wow, yeah, a bit exciting. How good's that? So, email <laughs> number cool. one. He actually sent it last week, and I didn't get it. Oh, okay. well, I didn't read it. So, um, he he contacted me and said he's a bit distraught. But I'm going to bring it up oh, now. Did he contact you? Yeah, you haven't read it. <laughs> so, thank you, Andrew. So, email says, "Hey, fellas, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> Two questions." I just listened to an episode of my second favourite golf podcast, number one being the Slappy Cut, obviously, and I was wondering if you can confirm or deny anything this fellow golf pro peer is saying. Here is a link in uh, to the pod if you get a chance to listen to it. So just so everyone knows, the podcast is the No Laying Up podcast. Yeah, they're awesome. And the, uh, the golf pro in question is Club Pro Guy. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone knows He's Club so Pro funny. Guy. He's, I, I'm not sure if he's an actual pro himself. I think he might be. He's very intelligent in, um, you know, the ins and outs of the golf industry yeah. and super hilarious. There are. Yeah. So, um, there's, he's got a funny thing. He's got a YouTube and he's funny thing on YouTube. He's got, um, it's called the streak. Yeah. And it's about the time he made eight pars in a row, <laughs> <laughs> but it ends up being over two different tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> he makes his half hour documentary it seems so inspirational yeah. um, and it, it was fantastic it's so funny his his go to shot is the he aims dead right tries to hit a cut and double crosses himself that's his his go to shot so he's he's so funny if you get a yeah. chance to listen to anything club pro guy he's good from yeah. a golf standpoint I'd probably stay away from his advice yeah. he is wanted by the cartel <laughs> that's why they blur his face and uh, <laughs> and and um his voice is a bit muffled because he's out, the cartel's after him. So, look, yeah. So, I wouldn't take his golfing advice, but definitely worth a listen. Yeah, have a listen. Does he have an Instagram? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. so. I yeah. think I've seen some stuff on there. Yeah, he's got a Twitter too. Does he? Yeah, but yeah, I was listening to um, uh, I was actually listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and a few things he said. So, super funny. Definitely worth a listen. Get amongst it. Yeah, he did say one thing that I'd say is probably true. And what he said was, when you're on a hot streak, you got to ride the wave. So he was talking about his hot streak, how he made three cuts in a row, which is his <laughs> biggest cut make streak. So, yeah. yeah. Ride uh, the wave. His second question was, why is St. George worse than the West Tigers? And does this result mean St. George is guaranteed the spoon? Cheers, boys. Look, uh, the way it's looking, we're a hot favourite for the spoon, I think. I don't like it. Yeah. I hope so. It was yawned. Yeah, I don't know. The, the competition's so jam-packed at the minute. The um, the NRL is, I think there's like four points separating like second down to 14th or something. Yeah, there is. 12th. It's a tight competition. 
Which means the salary cap's kind of working in a way. Correct. Yeah. Um, Like Penrith, they're losing all their good players because it's taken them three or four years to to become superstars. Correct. And now they've got a whole team of superstars they can't afford. You can't afford them. So they've got to offload them. Yeah. I think it's working well. Mm Mm-hmm. The Tigers and the Saints are just recruited shithouse. Correct. Um, like the Tigers have got happy, but that's about it. Um, his, anyway. his second email. Oh, I've got another one. Hey, fellas. Just wanting some opinions on the attire some of these golf players are getting around in. The attire. Now that Ian Poulter is at live, is Victor Hovland the worst dressed on tour? <laughs> Watching round two of the PGA champs, and he just doesn't pull off the orange like Fowler. Who do you think is best dressed? For me, it's hard to go past JT and Adam Scott. Special mention to John Daly, who somehow pulls off the crazy stuff he wears. What a unit. (laughs) And then he goes on to say, shout out to the Dragons getting it done over the Roosters, who are a rep side on paper, but playing like an absolute Bush League team. (laughs) Keen to hear your thoughts. Uh, They're all valid points. They are, and I agree. I think Victor Hovland is the worst dressed on tour. Well, he he did a press conference about it at the PGA, or spoke about it, and he's like... They pay me a lot of money to wear this stuff. I'm happy to wear it. Yep. And I actually like the orange. <laughs> because he comes from the college he went to. is an orange. I don't know where he went to, but their colours are orange. So he's like, okay. I kind of like the orange anyway. Yeah. Yep. So, I don't think... Look, I don't he think... doesn't wear the pink flary pants. and No, I don't think anyone would wear Polter. His checker patterns and stuff like that. He had the shoes to match. He had the, you know, the... The streaked hair back yeah, in his day. Right, the skunk hair. He'll be... Um, he's Scotty's be. good. Scotty's Scotty a Scotty just always looks like he's going to a business meeting. Which and is then, pretty cool. He's, he goes through stages of wearing those real weird pants, though. You know how he was wearing those real baggy ones for a yeah. while? I don't know if that was Uniqlo. Um, yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. But um, Scotty's probably the best. JT's good. You're over. The boys are in. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Sure. So JT, um, he's always dressed nice. Yeah. Has the cool shoes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I think JT's a class act as well. He's a favourite of mine. Uh, his last email says, also, shout out to the tool man, Patrick Cantlay, for the DeWalt sponsorship. Hopefully he's <laughs> ripping, ripping into some home, some Renos at home. <laughs> so, thanks, Shorty. He's done well. He's done very well. He, um, DeWalt, Cantlay is definitely sponsored by DeWalt. Um, yes. I seen that months ago and I was like, oh, I wonder, in my head, I'm like, I wonder what he's getting paid. Is he getting paid, like, in tools? Yeah. <laughs> or is he getting paid in money? Look, interesting little fun fact. I was playing a tournament in when I was a kid. I was about 12 in Urala. Oh, yeah. And I, um, I won the tournament. And it was sponsored by a big hardware company, so I won a very nice power drill for my <laughs> for winning the tournament. Shit, how many years that? Me twelve. I remember Dad being happy. I wasn't so much. No. So, I um. Power drill. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, I, I gave him that. So that's my. It's the only power tools I've ever owned. I, gave I remember at um, I won. No, I did something in the June tournament. They gave me a prize, but it was a Coca Cola shirt wrapped up in like. I swear it was McDonald's Coca-Cola shit. You know, <laughs> they used to get me play basketball or something. Yeah, yeah. They gave me one of them. Like, at the golf presentation. <laughs> <laughs> this has got nothing to do with golf. You give me a, a Coca-Cola shirt from, like, a McDonald's basketball thing. Oh, God. Where, like, 
where have we, get, where have we got them from? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Some, <laughs> something found in the back. So. Yeah, oh, you can have this, mate. Yeah. Anyway, anyone else wants to send us an email? Yeah, we'll read them out. The Thanks, slappy, uh, Mr. The, Wayne. The slappy cut at gmail.com. That's cool. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll read them weekly. So far, we've got uh, Shorty Lane. Contest. I'm sure it's not the last email. He seems pretty, pretty good with it. So I reckon we'll hear from him again. Yeah, I think so. Um, but who else dresses pretty bad? I don't. I can't. I think sometimes, like all the guys, wear the same stuff. Like all the night guys. Are yes. Wearing, did you see what Scheffler and Adam Scott were wearing when it was uh, Scheffler and McElroy were wearing when it was raining? Yeah. There was a photo on Instagram from the PGA Tour, I think, and they said. It's a picture of Scotty Scheffler. What's his day job? Like, wrong answers only. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. There's some good he ones. He looked like a Janet. Like, he looked like he was going to clean, like, <laughs> full deep clean, like a toilet or something. It was yep. like all grey, fluffy. His hat was backwards. It was horrible. They wear the hat backwards to stop the, the, drip. the drip. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tactical. Sometimes Nike give their players some bad stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Nike's pretty clean. It's usually just the tick on a plain hat. Yeah. So it's hard to go wrong. It is. So, yeah. anyway, it was a big week at the PGA Champs. It was, mate. How yeah. good, though? How good was it to watch? So, I don't know if you remember what your guess was for the overall score. I was three off. Yeah, I was two, so yeah. I won. Yeah. Yeah, I said seven, I said which 12. was second place. But he got to twelve. He got to ten. He got to ten. He was looking good. Um... I was thinking about that actually on the last day. Yeah. Because you said somebody would shoot like seven under and that'll be the score. Or yeah. Five under, then it'll go to seven or something. Yeah. Like after watching the first couple of rounds, I was like, "Shit, I'm way off the mark here." Mm. It is hard. Well, look, there was only eleven players under par. Mm. So the first that round, there was like twenty or seven yeah. or thirty under par, and then it just got harder and harder. It did. It flogged down rain too, like so it was wet. Playing even longer. The it rough was, would have been so sticky. They were tough conditions. Man. Tough to get into the plane. Brooks is a beast. He took a ball. And can like how good is his putting under pressure? Yeah. Like when he had to hold a putt, he just boxed it. So he was he was once he took the lead, he didn't make the master's mistake, he just No, he well just he actually it. he actually said he spoke about that. So he said that at the Masters with his four shot lead that he just try to protect his lead a bit and yeah. play a bit too safe, and he's not normally That's like not that. That's not him. And then he said, I'm going to go out and just attack on the last round. And he did. He went, par, birdie, birdie, birdie. Yeah. Like, what a start. What a start. But oh, it was incredible. Yeah. He did belts the crap out of the ball. He hits it hard. Like. He hits is, it hard. Which is good to see. He's a big man, too. He was hitting his 7 on seven on like 200 yards. Yeah. 170 metres. Yeah. It's no, nine on. No, hang on a minute. No, seven on. Seven on, yeah. That's still, that's it's a long way. That's huge. A long way to hit a seven on. Not as far as me, but. What, blowing 100 k's down here? Yeah. <laughs> I did five on my 90 today, mate. You did, you yeah. Did, you witnessed that. You did, yeah. I thought you hold it, actually. Mm-hmm. I thought it was in. I missed the putt. The, yeah, the putt left some to be desired. But I think, the, um, yeah, before we get into Brooks in his win, the big story of the week. You know, Brooks, he went in his fifth major, blah, 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 it's all well and good, but what about Michael Mr. Block? Block, holy shit. Michael Block. His world, his life has just changed. Hasn't it been fantastic? Mate, it's amazing. Like, he's now qualified for Valhalla next year. That's yeah. where the PGA Champs yeah, in next right. year. 
Um, he's got invites to the Charles Schwab, which is this week, yeah. starting tomorrow. And, and then the one after, I think. I think, yeah, some, or in Canada, like Canadian Open or something like oh, that. Oh, has he? Something like that, I heard. Oh. I'm not 100% sure, but he's got a couple of starts. Now, I just like the way he carries on. Like, we're not interviewing him after everything. After the last round, after his presentation, I said, oh, like, Brandall and the other guys were like, oh, what, do you want to make a tour? Do you have Champions Tour on your mind? He's just like, no, man. I don't want to play any tour. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing, give a few lessons, hang out with my family. Yeah. He's and live my life. And they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to, no, I don't want to play any tour. Yeah. Which is so cool. I just want to go out and be with my friends. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was a cool dude. I think that's why everyone fell in love with him so yeah. quickly. Yeah. And there was, you know, there was 20 uh, PGA professionals that played. So anyone that's listening that isn't, doesn't get golf, um, the PGA Champs is run by the PGA of America, uh, not the PGA Tour itself. So the PGA of America, you can be a member of them, you go through some stuff. Anyway, so he's a teaching professional. So he's similar to what we do in Australia. Yeah. Um, and so 20 of them can qualify to play in the PGA Champs. He was one of them, and he was the only one of the 20 to make the card. Mm. And man, going to round three, he, was, he looked like a contender. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't that cool? Man, he come tied 15th. Yeah. Which is amazing. What did he shoot? One over? One over. Did Mate. you see his pars up 17, 18? Yeah. That chip on 18. Yeah. He hit cut driver into 17 the first two days for his second shot. Yep. Like, the other guys are hitting <laughs> six irons in. Yep. Seven irons. He hit driver, driver. Yep. That's incredible. He's, he's had a field day. Man. He, I don't know how, how he was so relaxed. Like, he looked like nothing was going to phase him. Yeah, he looked solid. Like, imagine having that length part. Like, he said in an interview he didn't know where he sat, yeah, which is probably good for him. He didn't want to look or anything. But, like, that last part is he misses that. He doesn't qualify for next nah. year. Like, that's something to go off. Like, yeah. even if he missed it, everyone would have loved him. It was a great tournament. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to finish like that, the hole-in-one on 15. Yeah, he didn't even know he held it. No. He's like, why is Rory giving me a hug for? Like, <laughs> I think it's a 10-foot. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. Not that good. You know that someone's offered him $50,000 for his 7 iron? I heard. I've heard that. I was gave it to him. 2004. I'm going to give it to him. He's using 2014 tailor Yeah, but I think he's got heaps of sets on him. Packed with lead tape. Do you yeah. see the lead tape on I did. I think he's got a few sets of it. Okay. Because like you find something that you love and you, you get heaps of them. Yeah. So I think he's got a few sets. So okay. I would, have, I would have given it away for 50 grand. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't know. Like, he did just win 288,000. Yeah, but that's what? How many? 1,500 lessons he's got to give? At his rate, they did the mass. It was about 2,100 lessons. Yeah. It's... That's a, a big lot. payday for him. Absolutely. And like his um his official world golf ranking has jumped three thousand and three spots. <laughs> wow. He was previously three thousand five hundred and eightieth in the world. Yeah. He's now five hundred and seventy seven. Well, imagine if he goes and right his next two events. Yeah. If he goes makes a cut and makes a cut. Yeah. Will he get like temporary status? So I know the top three got temporary status mm-hmm. for the PGA champs. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think if he keeps doing well, he just keep getting sponsors mm. invites. Oh, they all love him. Seven sponsors exemptions. Yeah. Seven Ta- Taylor May are lining them up to make ads. What? And you think about who's Taylor May got in their corner? Yeah. You oh, got Tiger, Scotty, McElroy, McElroy, Fleetwood, and they're picking 
they're picking him over yeah, there. It's a marketing, <laughs> marketing's dream. Yes. Yeah. Used to block on. They're they're frothing him. He he beat like Rob Scott, Morikawa, Homer, Fleetwood, Spieth, Matsuyama, Johnson. Well, I've actually got. He I've beat, got. He beat so many of them. I've got it down here. How much he actually beat him by? Oh, do you? you he beat. He beat John Rahm by six. Wow. Scheffler by one. Oh, sorry, Shoffley. Xander Shoffley by one. Max Homer by eight. Spieth by four. Justin Thomas by eleven. Shit. Jason Day by seven. Dustin Johnson by eight. Dustin was leading up the first round. What happened? I didn't see. Oh, I didn't really see much of him. They didn't show much of him either. Nah. So. Too much to live. Too much to live. But you think about like how many majors are between those guys. Yeah. And he's beat them all. And he hits it nowhere compared to them. Oh, man. Like the last day he was playing with Rory. First tee, Rory hits three wood. And bombed it, and then he hit drive, and was no one near him. Yeah, like it's such a big difference, just in game. But he just got around, and yeah. good on him. The second PGA pro in the last twenty years to be inside the top twenty through thirty six at the PGA champs. Is that it? Yeah, that's all it's been in that. I thought there might have been one or two. I think the best finish is eleventh. Has anyone said no one's won it? No, no one's PGA, won it. No, no, no PGA pro. champs. No PGA members won it. I think the top was 11th. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Far out. So I've, I've done some notes on notables who missed the cut. Notables who missed the cut. Let's hear it. So you've got Sam Burns had 14 over and missed the cut for two rounds. Taylor Gooch, who I was pumping up. Yes. Last week, he had 10 over. Well, I think I had Burns. Uh, so, yeah, I think I had Burns in my, in, in my smokies. In not, yeah. Yeah. We did, we spoke about it. Then we've got Day, Tom Kim, and Gary Woodland all eight over. Mm-hmm. And then last year's US Open champ, Fitzpatrick, six over. Yeah. MC. Fowler and Horschel, six over as well. So some big names didn't make it. Some very big names. Which I shows thought, you the course. I thought Spieth did for a minute, but there's a guy in there who played, his name's Spate. S P E I G T H. You got to mix up. John Spieth had 17 over. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was Mr. Spate or however you say Sorry, Mr. Spate. Yeah. Oh, Sean Michael or Mikhail, what do they say? Because it's not Michael. You know the, the guy from last week we're talking about who won it back in 2003? Yeah. It's Mc, Mitchell, McKeel, Sean McKeel or something? Yeah. 23 over. Poor fella. Poor fella. They interviewed some PGA Tour players, and they I think it was the 18 handicap. They said, what would an 18 marker shoot around here? Yep. And they all said between 120 and 150. There's a lot of golf shots. Most of them were up there saying they'd probably shoot 150. Wow. That's off the, the big boy tees. Yeah, but still. That's a guy who can bogey every hole around his home course. Yeah, yeah. He's going to shoot 150. Yeah. Because what's the part? Is it 72? Yeah. Wow. No, past 70. I think past 70. Wow. That's 50 over. Wow. For 120. For a 120. 50 yeah. over par. <laughs> that's 80 over. But that's just how hard it is, man. You, yeah. can have a, you can have a triple there without even trying. No, oh, no. You get stuck <laughs> in that rough and you're, oh, you're in trouble. Yeah, what, about, what about Hovland on was oh, it 17 or whatever it was? Connors, man. When, oh, fucking hell, Victor. When he was going to hit that shot, because I got to, I actually watched that bit. Yeah. I was playing, but I had, I watched that bit. And yeah. I was like, 
what are you doing, man? Like, he's got a nine iron, same spot as Connors. Yeah. I'm like, Connors has hit hit the nine into the lip. Just yeah. lay out, man. Hit your gap wasted, 50 out. Yeah, get up and down. Just try and stay far. Yeah. He fucking knifes it into the lip of the pot, drops it, there's a double, Brooks hits at the three foot, there's a three shot swing. Correct. Or two shot swing. I don't think you hold it, but. Like, surely your caddy's going to be like, man. Not happening. Yeah, I, I don't you know. You need to... Because I think he was one back too, so he might have been pushing. Yeah, I guess, but... But it's a big push. Well, yeah, when you're trying to get nine on up that quick over the lip. Yeah. Far out. But that's a... Uh, Same as Connors, he was in the lead. Yeah. Yep. That brought him undone, because he went backwards after that. Yeah, he did. His last day was a I struggle. wanted him to win after on the second round. He was looking good. Was that third round? He was leading after two. Yeah, so yeah. that was the third round. That was third round. I yeah. wanted him to win when he was in front. Yeah. Because I, I just love him slinging, he's slinging draws. Yeah. Which goes against our philosophy. Yeah, but... I love stuffy chart. <laughs> I love to see a slinging draw. Yeah, look, what do you reckon about Hovland? He'll have to get it done soon. Yeah. Is that back to back runners up in majors? Uh, Masters was in there. Was he running up at the Masters? I think he was close. Think, yeah. Or maybe he was running up at the last tournament, but like, he's going close. Pretty sharp, but... Yeah. He was going to die. He's only... Excuse me. He's only very young still, like 24. Yeah. He's like, got like, plenty he's of good years. He's been for a while. Yeah. But it's so hard to do, man. Like, the commentators and the, the media are like, do you feel... Feel like you let yourself down? Do you feel like you haven't accomplished it, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm going pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, In what universe is having runners-up in majors not an accomplishment? Yeah, I've just made a million dollars. Like, yeah, I haven't won one, but how about you give me a break here? Yeah, that's right. Give me some credit for playing on the PGA Tour and being in contention in majors. Yeah, that's right. Stop trying to degrade, downgrade what I've just done. Like, yeah. It fucking grinds... Sorry, I'm swearing a lot. It grinds <laughs> my gears, man, how they just pick, they pick on them. Yeah. Like, it's bloody hard to do what they do. Oh, man, it's... And all they do is, you didn't win. Yeah. Why'd you hit that shot? They didn't bloody try to hit that shot. No, that's right. Except for holding on the bunker. <laughs> like, they're not meaning to hit a bad shot. They're not meaning to not win. Yeah, it's that's right. It's so hard. Yeah. Like, cut on some slack. Yeah. It annoys me. Yeah, no, that's, that's what they're good for. Randall Chandler annoys me more than anyone. Yeah, he's, like, I reckon we can get, like, because I want to talk a bit about the Ryder Cup. Okay. And I know he's had some we'll get some moments on it, so I'd love to hear um, your opinions on it. But I, th- I think we should do a bit of a rundown on the PGA champs themselves. Yeah. So, obviously, Brooks Kepka won. Man, he, he's back. He looks solid. Did he I mention him great. last week? I don't know if I did. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, but he didn't. He, he looked solid and he got the lead this time and just held on. There was no Masters repeat. He learned. No. He wasn't doing that again. Did he have a double bogey all week? Uh, I don't know if he did. I don't remember him having a double bogey. He had 18 birdies. Did he? Mm. 18 birdies, which is the most of any player. Because he shot two over the first day, I think. Oh, did he? Mm. Yeah, okay. Well, he's played well after that. I think that. he went 72, 66, 66, 68. Yeah, wow. That's solid so, goal. So two over, four under, four under. What's that make it? Six. Maybe six, six, seven or something. Yeah. I could be wrong. Either way, he looks solid. Man. So, yeah, you well, got... Victor was the only one to have under par every round. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, Brooks had to have one over. Yeah. 
So you got yeah, Kepka at nine under. You got Hovland and Scheffler at seven under. Look, Scheffler, like to be at seven under is good, but I never really throughout the week thought he was going to win. Well, when he was in the lead on Friday, yeah, he was about five under. Yep. He dropped four shots in four holes. Yeah, that's right. And then just. If he didn't do that, he would have won by three. Like, he was hanging in the background, but I didn't, no, at no point I really think he was going to... Did you see his ball bounce out of the water? No. So on that... Is it the six? Not the six. The one where they had to hit the iron off the tee to lay up. Long hole. Anyway, he hit it in the rough, and then he tried to hit it under his tree, over a creek, up to the green. Yeah. It's landed in the water... Bounced out. Like, he could have had anything. Wow. Yeah. Well, like Gary Player said. I think it was Gary Player. The more I practice, the, the luckier I get. get. I think it was Gary Player. Yeah, it sounds like something. He stole it off someone, though. Probably stole he, from Nicholas. He wouldn't have made that up. No, that's right. <laughs> uh, and then you had... The, so, they're first and second. So, that's that's two shots difference. The next best was DeChambeau with three under. So, there's four from second. Um which is a big jump, and that was Kitty Armour was at three yeah, under as well. Good, eh? uh, Cam Davis, Rory McIlroy, and Stracker at two under. So Cam, Cam Davis, Davis, our boy. God, he hits it good. He does, doesn't he? He looked good all week. He's got a sensational goal swing. And I actually th- I th- think it was him. No, it might have been Minwoo Lee. Minwoo. Mm-hmm. I think he got, like, out of the tournament, he got, um, like, you know, special... Um, yeah, him and Ryan Fox. Yeah, yeah. Temporary status. Yeah, which is P- cool. On the PGA Tour, yeah. Get him out there a bit more often. Yeah. They're exciting young players, so looking forward to that. But yeah, it's, it was a it was a low, like it wasn't overly low, but it was it was pretty good scoring affair there. Yeah. Compared to sometimes we'll have 30 under. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I like them, around 10's good. Yes, these guys. It showed, like, in, it looks like they were hitting good golf. They had to get good golf shots to hit that. Like, that yeah. was class golf. Yeah. If you're in through a stretch where you hit, like, three or four bad shots in a row, you're gone. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's right, and it's hard to recover. Gonskis. That's six hole. Scotty Sheffield reckons it's the hardest hole he's ever played in golf. Well, I think six rated the hardest hole three of the four days. Yeah. I think hard. seven rated on the last day rated the hardest. But it's been the hardest rated hole in... Golf major for like the last twenty years or something. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. I think from memory, it, it played six like one day played like it's a par four, played four point eight or something mm. was the average. So it's for those guys, it's a lot, pretty big. So um, yeah, it was cool. I've actually I've pulled out some pretty cool stats I want to talk about. Right. Um, and just to go to show like where the games won and lost in golf, I think. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read through some of these stats here, and I'd like to um, like to talk about it a little bit, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to start with putts per round, right? Yeah. Okay. Who do you think had the least putts per round on average? Brooks Kepka. The guy that won it, <laughs> Brooks Kepka. He had the lowest. What do you have? Uh, he averaged 26 putts per round. Shit, that's good. It's pretty good. Um, and Cam Smith was second, 26.75. He got seven under the last round. Didn't yeah, we finished one under four, total. Five under, maybe. Uh, here's a start. You ready? I'm ready. Greens in reg. Hit. Right? Sep Stracker. 
Wow. He led that with 75%. Where do you think Brooks sat on that list? Well, 26 parts tells me he got up and down a wee bit. Uh, I'm going to say Brooks was fifth. 35th. 35th? He hit 61% of grains. 35th. 35th. Holy crap. So you think about like all those people want to improve their drives and irons, and, and, and to a point, yes, but where's the game won? Yeah, like right. He's putted the best and he's won the tournament. That's pretty self-explanatory. Right, so I know he's missing a lot more greens than those other guys, but you know, from sixty percent to seventy-five isn't a big number in golf over eighteen holes. Thirty-fifth. Yeah, he was thirty-fifth in greens and reg. Total birdies. He just nailed my brain for a minute. Brooks Kepka was leading with most birdies. He had eighteen for the week. Eighteen uh, birdies. Eighteen birdies. Mm. He was even on par threes, six under on par fours, and uh, three under on par fives. Pretty standard stuff for him. That is standard. Uh, scrambling. Brooks, one. No, but this is interesting, right? So I'm going to go through where, like, what percentage, who was where, and then where they actually finished in the field. Okay. Okay, so Scotty Scheffler was yeah. leading scrambler, and he finished tied second. Yeah. Right? Uh, a bit of an outlier here. So number second was Justin Sue. Oh yeah, he played pretty cool. So he he got he actually had the same amount, like, so seventy one point four three percent scramble. Well. So he finished tied twenty six, right? Third on that list was Cam Davis. He finished tied fourth. Fourth was Brooks Kepka, and he won the tournament. Pat Reed was next, so he was fifth on that list. I didn't even see Pat Reed playing. He finished shots. tied eighteenth, top twenty, and then sixth place was Victor Hovland. So out of those six people I just named, one, two, three, four of them were in the top five, four, in the top four. So take your wedges to the chipping green Take tomorrow. your wedges to the chipping Drop green Drop 20 balls and try tomorrow. to get them all up and down. Correct. I think that speaks Bold. enough about where the game of golf yeah. is won, right? So, you know. Where it's not lost. Correct. Correct. Like, you know, you're missing green, so you get up and down. Like, par never hurt anybody. No. Nah. Definitely didn't help. It didn't hurt on block, did it? No. He just shot pretty much four rounds of par. Yeah. And look what he's done. So, yeah, it's never going to hurt just shooting a par. It might hurt the pride a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't hurt the scorecard. I'll take every part. I'll take every part every week. Correct. <laughs> so get the wedges out, get the putter out, yeah. get to the chipping range, start doing some work there because, you know, trying to hit an extra 20 off the tee, probably not going to help as much as you think. Nah. Especially if you're missing the fairway. I still can't believe he was 35th in... Grains. In grains, right? You'd think he'd be a little bit higher. Um, I guess if he's higher, his putts wouldn't be so His putts go up. Because he, otherwise he would have won by 20. His putts go up. But you, like, you, you look back on his last round, it didn't really look like he was missing many grains. Not too many. He was solid. And then he just binned him where he had to. He sets up out of the toe on his putter too. He does, I noticed that. Little, and then hits it out in the middle. Little how you going. Yeah. But that's his standard routine. He gets the job done every time. So, it, just sh- it just goes to show you with putting, and it's so field-based. It is. Like Everyone has their own thing. Oh, it's so hard to teach. Yeah. Yeah, it is, because you know, there's certain things I also think everybody does. Like You don't see many good putters sort of slapping out with their hands mm. and stuff, right? But, yeah, you can have the worst putting <coughs> stroke <coughs> in the world. <laughs> you can have the worst putting stroke in the world. The ball's going in the hole. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Now, have you ever heard of a guy called Bobby Locke? No, but I've heard of a guy called Billy Mayfair. Billy Mayfair. Bobby Locke, uh, so he's a little bit older. 
Um, I'm pretty sure he's dead now. Um, I think he was South African, and he had the worst putting stroke you've ever seen. I don't think he had a follow through. He used to go inside and stab and poke it, and one of the best putters you've ever seen. He was awesome. So he knew where the ball was going. Correct. Yeah. And to be fair, greens were a little bit different back then, so strokes are going to be different. Yeah. But yeah, he just that was his stroke, and it was disgusting. But it went in. Oh. So you know, just I think that's getting that feel on the green. Yeah. Well, if you can hit it where you're aiming and you're laughing. Yes. That's. And then if you can read greens. Yeah, it helps. And <laughs> yeah, it helps, it helps a lot. Yeah. It goes a long way. So, look, I um yeah, I really. Liked that PJ Champs. I think it was fun to watch. It was yeah, entertaining it was golf. And, you, you know, not a rub into the PGA, but I think it was good to see a little bloke win Absolutely. I don't know. My only thing with them is, like, Brooks has gone and won it, and now they're all saying, oh, you know, it just goes to show the live guys have got the talent. But I don't think anyone's ever questioning these guys were good. Uh, the PGA commentators and that questioned whether they would play enough to be able to hold their level. That's what they questioned. They did. Yeah, but how exhausted are the PGA players? Yeah, I know, but that's what they, like, Brandon and maybe Nance and all the other fellows, they were always questioning if they don't play PGA and play all the time, are they going to lose their touch? Oh, I think the answer is no. Yeah, well, look at Smith <laughs> as well and Patrick Reed. No, they're... Them playing less tournaments isn't going to affect how good they are. I don't golf. think so. It's going to make their body fresher. Yes. And they're going to have to play golf better. Correct. I don't which think them sh- only playing 54 whole events are going to make them unfit. Which you seen seen with Brooks now. His body's fresh because he hasn't played as much golf. And he's not injured. Yeah. First time in a long time. Yeah. So, man, I, I like it. But one other thing about the PGA, I reckon... The PGA Tour took a lot of the focus off Brooks winning and focused it all on Mr. Block. Oh, for sure. Which I think kind of sucks. Yeah. Brooks hasn't gotten the credit he deserves. No, he hasn't. He got a little bit of it out of the broadcasters, but I think he deserved more. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I think they deliberately... For sure. Well, they got they got a bit of a story out of Michael and then yeah, they've, um, really they've just ran with it big time. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, no, I think he deserved a bit more publicity. Even in the press conference, I'll ask him some stupid questions. He's like, I don't care about anything at the moment. I just care about me, and I've just won another PGA champ. Yeah. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah, correct. Like, let's not talk about Liv versus PGA. Let's just talk about the fact that I've won another major. Yeah. Now that's five. I think he's only, like, I think PGA, like, I think, like, PGA tournament wins, he's won nine. Not many. And five of them are majors. Yeah. It's pretty big. It shows you where he wants to, like, you know, yeah. where his games are. Yeah. He loves those big moments. Well, he's like, um, he's like NBA or they get ready for the playoffs more than they do the rest yes. of the season. So they, yeah. they prepare for the big, the big games. Yeah. I think he's doing it better than anyone at the moment. No. So. It, it was awesome, mate. And he, I don't know. He just, he just hit the ball slow, so bloody hard. And then has the putting game to go with it. Which, which I love to see. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I, and it brings up the next big question that's going to be coming up very shortly. Should Brooks be in the Ryder Cup team for the USA? If they don't pick him... It's it's dumb. 
Oh, mate. He just wants to represent his country. He's playing stupid. Even Scotty Sheffield come out and said, he goes, I don't care about any tours. I just want to win the feeds. I just want to win Ryder Cup. Yeah. Doesn't matter where they come from. Just pick the best players. Yeah. So now they're all getting on board with it. Yeah. At the start. You know, like, even Rory now would be... Just... If he isn't in your list, like, he might qualify. So the PGA of America today, I think it was said, if Brooks is... Under the six, he's selected. Well, so this is the thing I was going to ask. Right? The US team is made up from top six eligible players in the points rankings and then six captains picks, right? So I've got the top six here, all right? And Brooks is number two. Oh, so it's Scheffler, Brooks, Max Homer, uh, Xander Shoffley, uh, Pat Cantlay, and Cam Young. They're the top six. And though, so to my understanding, they're automatic picks. They are automatic picks. So Brooks is in. Yeah. So they're you can't say anything to, about it. Douchebag Chamberlain are trying to change the rules. Yeah. He he thinks it should be, you've got to play on the PGA Tour to be playing the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup is um, organised by the PGA of America, yeah, not, not the PGA, PGA Tour. Tour. Correct. But he reckons it's based on you playing on the PGA Tour. I, I don't think that matters. Yeah. I don't care if you're playing the Mexican mini tour. Yeah, did, yeah. <laughs> did you see on the broadcast they're talking about Brad Faxon? Yeah. About as after the, the Sunday Monday night here, they're talking about everything. And Shamble asked Brad, "Do you think Brooks should be in the Ryder Cup?" And he pretty much said, "Yeah, in a roundabout way." So yeah. I think he should. He's, he's playing good golf. I yep. just want to win the trophy. Yep. They asked Brandon, and he went on this bloody long-winded. Bloody response about it should be PGA Tour players only. And then he went even further and he was talking about where's the money come from for live. Let's go to where the money's come from for live. And he went down this rabbit hole of where the money's coming from. Like, who cares? No, like, it's, it's, the, FedEx, the FedEx Express, like the global service provider, yeah. the major sponsor of the PGA Tour has pretty much paying Chamberlain's wage. Correct. Is in Saudi Arabia. Yep. <laughs> so what's the big deal? The company that's paying your wage also operates in a country yep. that you're saying no one can play golf sponsored by like far out. Well there. at what point do they like you know Where if they if they're gonna be doing that, are they gonna have to start pulling All the sponsors that are based around there? I think Jack Nicholas has got like five courses in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That he's designed. Yep. Like, fucking what? Yep. Who cares? Like, Mike, uh, they're just cranky because there's another tour and it's bloody awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's cutting into them. That's right. So uh, I think the sooner they get off their high horse, yeah, man. Um, you know, those live guys should be able to play in both. Yeah, I kind of thought I liked Randall Chamberlain. But, after those statements. But now I definitely don't like him. No, not after those statements. <laughs> and he also said on there that Michael Block... He's the poorest man in the field. <laughs> that is a shit statement. That is a terrible statement. Like, I know what he's trying to say, and clearly maybe. Yep. But when you listen to him talk, and this was after talking to him, he loves his family. He yep. loves his job. Yep. He loves the people at his club. Yep. He's, he's rich in other ways. He's yep. not just rich in money through him. Yeah, that's right. He's rich in how good his life is. Yeah. Like... That pissed me off as well. Yeah. Like, that's a bad comment. 
Poorest man in the field is a terrible comment. Poorest man in the field is come 15th. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Oh, man. Just goes to show you where their brains are. Yeah, yeah. I think the... Um, now, I'm not a commentator, so I'm not going to rip on them too much. I think um, that uh, yeah, the yeah. American broadcasters are getting a bit... Yeah. Yeah, a bit out of hand. So, that's just opinion. The Amer- Americans might love them. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think, you know, the PGA Tour and all those guys, you know, that's not the only thing in golf. There's other options yeah. and it's great. Absolutely. We've got to, um, we've got to embrace it. Would but... you pick Brooks? Oh yeah, for sure. Would you, would you pick Dustin Johnson? I don't know if I'd, because it's a hard one. If, if, if they're all going to play, if say it was like, it was match play Max Homer versus Dustin Johnson, I'm back in DJ every day of the week. Yeah. But, I don't know, like he also he just won on live, right? So he won that tournament and he didn't have a great tournament this time around. That was head high. Um, he didn't have a he you know, he didn't have a good a good tournament this time around, but you know, back to back good tournaments is hard to do. Yeah. And he's a great he's a class player and I'm sure he'll love to represent his country. Mm. Which is all all to be they don't get paid for the Ryder Cup. No. So yeah. I I'm, don't think you have to fork out anything. No. No, <laughs> I don't think so either. They wouldn't get paid. No, no, there's no money involved. So, um, look, I think you'd be silly to leave DJ out as well, mm. personally. I probably wouldn't put Bryson in it. I don't think he's playing. Like, I know he's had a good event there. I don't think he's playing very well. I can name other players who deserve uh, a spot than him. I can't believe Cantlay's in the mix. What has he done this year? He's been playing good. Am I missing something? No, he's been playing all right. Has he? Yeah. He's been hanging around. That's why everyone knows how slow he is. <laughs> yeah, I guess the Masters is your second last group. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's been playing good golf and consistent golf, which is what it's all about. So, yeah, he's up there. Like, I don't know. Have you seen the points for them? No. So, I don't know, like, how the points allocate or whatever else, but Brooks, who's second on that list, has 9,000 points. Scotty Scheffler has 20,000. Holy crap. I'm assuming that's... <laughs> I'm assuming that's a lot. The rest of them were pretty close. And yeah. Sheffler's 20,000. He's 11,000 ahead a second. Okay, so he's not going to fall out. Enough. <laughs> he, he could break his leg and they'd still pick him. So he's looking he's looking good. I'm looking forward to the Ryder Cup. Yeah, same. So, On another note, do you want a Jaeger? Oh, yeah, why not? <laughs> Sounds good. We'll be back after this short break. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. <laughs> Quick refreshment break. Quick refresh. Tell you what, this reminds me of um, Europe a lot. Yeah. Like Jaeger and. Have you ever had absinthe? This no. is totally different. No, me. no, I haven't. Man, I spent some time as a, when I was younger traveling in Europe and my God, it knocks you for six. Yeah, okay. Just remember being in these like three story nightclubs in like, <laughs> Germany and Amsterdam and drinking this green or blue drink, whatever it was. Yeah. God, yeah. Stories for another podcast. Sounds lovely. Right? Sounds lovely. Yeah, the slappy cut after dark. Yeah, <laughs> after dark. And when Big Brother brought out the after nine pm, yeah, like all the nudity. Yeah, we're going to do a late night slappy. Yeah, a late night slappy. The forearm draw <laughs> after after dark. <laughs> Sounds fun. Well, I tell you what, Tyler. I, I, yeah, we've talked enough about the PJ champs. All right. The Ryder Cup. I think you know detail for another day. Yeah. Uh, I think we all agree that that course is one of our favourites to watch people play golf on. Absolutely. That was awesome. So was I look awesome. forward to it, you know, seeing it again. Yeah. Uh, what's Tyler's tip for the week? 
Oh, you put me on the spot. Tyler's tip for the week. Uh, you can't unload if you haven't loaded. You can't unload if you haven't applied load. If you haven't loaded, I don't mind that. You gotta you gotta load up to unload, right? Yeah, so I probably didn't say that the right way, but you gotta you gotta create some tension to to release it, right? Yeah. So you gotta load that right side to unload it. Yeah. So it's it's pretty common. It is it's, pretty common. It is pretty common. And it's massively common in people who reverse pivot. Yeah, definitely. So that's yeah. So yeah. Um, so that's my tip. I didn't know you were going to ask that again. <laughs> Tyler's tip of the week. It's coming so, every week. So you can't you can't unload if you haven't loaded. Yeah, I like that. What about you, mate? Yeah, I was waiting. What about <laughs> asking for Brando's tip of the week? It's my, it's my tip not good enough. <laughs> is, it, is it not worth it? Yeah, no, far away. Uh, look, here's my tip. Go see your PGA professional. <laughs> and I'm not doing that because I am one, yeah. right? I, I've just I've had I've seen so many people the last couple of weeks come mm-hmm. to you know oh, I've been here so oh but I saw this on YouTube and yeah. I saw and you know YouTube's great mm-hmm. it's it, the information's not necessarily bad there is more than one way to hit a slice yeah that's and you need to find out which one is you YouTube's great for us it is because people get on there and they get lost in the weeds yep and yet like you said there's a thousand ways you hit a slice Incre- like yeah to put down a slice like to its bare basics right is Path left, face right. Yeah. That's its basics. Yeah. yeah. But there's got to be a reason why the face is open and there's got to be a reason yeah. why you're swinging left. Yeah. Right? So, and yeah, there's a hundred ways to do that. So, yeah. go see your, your, your local pro, whoever it may be, and um, start seeing. If you're, if you're serious about wanting to improve, yeah. I think that's definitely the way to go. Um, and I've actually got a bonus tip for everyone. Anyone yeah. that's, you know, try and take a look. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I think we've talked about it a little bit. Keep your stats. Yeah. So important. Matt Fitzpatrick has a detailed like account of every shot he's hit since he was 15. That's so crazy. That's crazy. But how, how many shots did you have today to keep those stats? Yeah, I had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I did talk before and I didn't want to talk about today's goal. <laughs> but I had a lot. So, you know, just, just more to improve on next week. Yeah. It, it could be anything. The thing about stats is, you know... They don't lie. Correct. Okay? I think I said this a couple of pods ago, but people think they're a bad part of it. If they're missing heaps of greens and they're chipping to 10 feet, well, you're missing the green and you're chipping shot because you're chipping at 10 feet. Yes. You should you should hold 10 foot of one in six times. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like Tiger Woods, this is not putting, but Tiger Woods from 100 to 120 yards would miss a green one in five. Yeah, I know. I saw that number and that surprised me. But Tiger Woods, the best player we've ever seen, hundred meters. Yep, would miss a green one in five. Correct. Yet everybody else thinks they should hit it to two foot every time. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen. No, so you need to keep your stats. Keep your stats. Actually, figure out where's where you're good, where's and where it going you're bad. Up. Yeah. Well, I think like here's a classic example, right? So we were talking about earlier about Brooks, mm. right? So he had the least amount of putts per round out of anyone. Right, and he won the tournament. But we spent a long time talking about how hard this guy hits the ball and how far he hits mm-hmm. it. Right, and and that's just I think that's just human nature a little bit. We we like talking about people hitting drivers and everything else, uh, which is great. But he got it done on the putting green. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't his driver that got the job done. And what and what else is in in the industry? Right, when a new club comes out, what do they talk about? 
When a new when a new model comes out, oh yeah, extra distance. How far it goes, how yeah. high it goes, it's low spinning. You're going to go and gain yards. Extra distance. Not once has any manufacturer come out and said we'll make you hold more parts. Yeah, correct. Imagine if they did. Yeah. Because it's so hard. It is very hard. <laughs> and they can make a nice feeling putter, but... I was giving a putting lesson today to a guy, and we are talking about it. I said, mate, it's the hardest part of the game. And he's like, I know, but why? It's like, <laughs> you don't even have to move the putter back that far. And I'm like... Have you, have you seen that video of the the guy, he has one, he has a stimp meter, mm-hmm. right? And he drops the ball from the same spot. The first one misses left, yeah. next one goes in, next one misses right. Yeah. It shows you the variables in speed, in speed and yeah. putting and stuff like that. So yeah. that was the same. He, like, so he dropped it from the same spot. So it's it's essentially the same power. It's just more speed. All right? so it's just how it, you know, it's, hit the, it's reacted to the ground. Yeah, you can hit the ground fractionally differently. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you do have those things that come into play when you putt. And yeah. I think, you know, if, if you felt like you hit a good putt where you wanted, yeah. it's all you can go off. And then if you keep doing that, they'll start to drop. Can I give another tip? Yeah. Use the same ball. Use the same ball. Well, it makes sense, right? Well, okay. A lot of people that I coach, they pull out a different ball on a water hole. Yeah, yeah. They play a few good holes with it, so they keep it. But then they pull out another ball. If you go from four different types of balls, they're going to react differently. And this yeah. might sound like it's nonsense, but it's true. Yeah. They all spin more. They fly higher and lower. They're softer. They're harder. But well, you want to get used to the, the one ball Just and what it does. Exactly. And know your ball. Yeah. Know what it's doing. They're designed to do different things. It's hard to get your head around, but they're designed to do different things. That's right. The, and soft doesn't equal spin. Correct. <laughs> Look, I think something that not many people will know. So they talk a lot about, you know, soft and, and hard and extra distance and blah, blah, blah. They've done testing. The difference between any two ball, right? So the one that's the softest ball... And the one that's the hardest, I know there's that bit of a conspiracy that a hard ball will fly further. It's not right? two metres. It, it's five yards, yeah. that's it. You're gaining yeah. nothing. Yeah, right? it's around the greens and spin where it counts. That's right. Yeah. It's a huge difference. So, you know, I, th- I agree, using the same ball. Yeah. And I think from a mental state, just using, like, as soon as you get onto a path three and pull out a water ball, you have conceded you're putting that ball in the water. Negative. It's negative thought. Yeah. You should be pulling out a brand new Pro V. <laughs> On every par three. Chrome soft, mate. Chrome soft? Yeah, the X. It's a good ball. Chrome soft X. It's a fucking ripper. That's his ball. That's his ball of choice. Pull out a brand new out of the packet on every par three. That's my... That's the, you know, positive thinking. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah. Mate, I just want to turn your attention to what you can see around that room here. So my son came home from school the other day. We're in my, my media room. Yep. Today. He learned how to draw a clock, right? He's five turning six. Come home, can draw a clock, and he's like, "Dad, that's a digital clock, and that's an analog clock." Ooh. It's like, "Holy crap, man!" But he's got his um. They get tier words. He's got the list ten, which is awesome. Mrs. gave him ten bucks because he got up to the list ten. Yeah. So he's came and yeah, he's going good. It's pretty cool. I didn't realize he was that smart. He's actually quite clever. If I hand in the list 10, will I get 10 bucks? <laughs> if you can read those words. <laughs> a bit long for me. But, uh, yeah, he, yeah he, I couldn't believe it. He like, drew, a, drew a proper analog clock and then drew a digital one. He said, that's not digital. That's analog. Wow. Oh, wow, man. You've got, a, you've got a, ge- a genius on your hands. Well, I think you probably shouldn't know that when you're that young. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
But it came from nowhere. Yeah. Like, it's what he learned today at school. When we yeah. come home, he's got to do his homework before dinner. No, oh, good on him. Before he has a play. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mate, so what's on for the rest of the week? Uh, this week is just on the range. Do you want to talk about today? I know you don't want to, but do you want to talk about Look, not really. Like, I think this is a, a classic example of, I haven't practiced all week, yeah. right? Um, and I, unfortunately, I don't get a chance to practice as much as I'd like. Um, I am morally against waking up at 3am to practice. So I did it for a bit and she's tough. Yeah, she's tough. <laughs> so, um, you know, I like to go to sleep eight hours before I wake up and I'm not waking up at three. So. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? It's going to change next week. Right? Yeah. And no, this roles will reverse. Yeah, okay. And I'll be in the dumpster. Look, maybe. And and I did too. I, I drove to Ebor, which is about an hour and a half plus mm-hmm. away. I did that and I went and saw you guys hung out for half an hour and then went to the tea. I should have been on the range hitting balls and I was not. But I had a good day. I think that was my plan that's for the main, day. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. I just want to enjoy my golf. Golf should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I had a good day. So do I don't want to talk about too much. But teach tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be out there teaching tomorrow. Do you work on Saturday? I'll be working Saturday morning. And then on Sunday, the Lord rests. <laughs> I've got Sunday off working Sunday. Oh, well, that's tough. I'll get to go watch Teddy play soccer again. That's cool. That's all right. I give him a dollar a goal. Dollar a goal? And he's up to six, twelve, seventeen, nineteen dollars. Mate, you're going to send him broke. Yeah, I know. There was a couple of other dads there. I called the kids up. I was like, hey, Lenny. Your dad said he'll give you five bucks a goal. <laughs> He's like, okay, man. We got him a bit excited. <laughs> but yeah, so. But no, I think I'd go watch TV play soccer, which is cool. Excellent. He loves it, mate. Oh, that would be good, man. Yeah. Excellent. So. Well, Coffee, thanks for today. It's all right, mate. We've spent most of the day together. It's we been did. fun. It's been fun. It's been fun. If you want us to talk about anything on the podcast, theslappycut at gmail.com. We've got some logos coming, actually. Yeah, well, if you look at the podcast now, we've got a, we've got our logo on there now, the Slappy Cut podcast logo, thanks yeah. to Outspoken Entourage. How many new countries listening? So, any what? Any new countries that are listening? Look, so far, we've reached out to the place like Vietnam, Thailand, uh, the UK, USA, uh, New Zealand, so... Yeah, it's Tasmania. <laughs> it's a bit of a different world down there. <laughs> so um yeah, no, it's been cool. So yeah, do that. So send us an email, let us know what you want. If you can't email us, go into the pro shop and talk to Billy and he'll uh, he'll pass on a message. Billy. Yes. He'll write it and put it behind the counter. Yeah, and we'll nobody will see it again. And then we'll lose it. <laughs> we'll lose it. Alright guys, thank you and uh we'll we'll uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, thanks guys.